0: Hey kids, can you guess what time it is?
1: Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible. And a donut. Yay! Devotions!
0: That's right. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles his love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and
1: teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that he loves, Jesus. Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace.
0: Lead us to peace. Hi, kids, and welcome to Donuts and Devos. I'm Mary Faith, and this is a devotional podcast just for you, the kid. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. We are here to grow in our Christian faith together as we read the Bible, talk about what it means and learn more about God's word. We also sing and memorize a Bible verse each week. Basically we end up having a lot of fun as we make our day a bit sweeter by connecting with God and his word. Now, last week in our devotion, we learned about what it means to sacrifice something, to give up something you really love. It's a hard thing to do, but we learn from Abraham. It's important that we show God that we love and trust him above everything else. We also found out that God truly does provide as he did for Abraham. And today we see him provide again in a big way for Isaac as Abraham searches for a God fearing wife for him. Now, can such a woman be found? Come along and let's find out. As we do each week before our devotion, we start with the Lord's Prayer. Are you kids ready?
1: Yes! Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: Today we will be reading select verses from Genesis chapter 24. Now Isaac's mother Sarah has died at the age of 127, Isaac is 37, and Abraham is 137 years old. They are living in the land of Canaan, the land God promised to him, and as was custom, Abraham was searching for a wife for Isaac. This is a pretty long chapter, so we will be reading select verses to this story. Here are verses 1 through 4. Now Abraham was old and well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who had charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh, that I may make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell, but will go to my country and to my kindred and take a wife for my son Isaac. Now verses 9 through 14. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master and swore to him concerning this matter. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, taking all sorts of choice gifts from his master. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor. And he made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time when women go out to draw water. I shall know that you have shown steadfast love to my master. Before he had finished speaking, behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her water jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and filled her jar and came up. Now we start with verses 17. Then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a little water to drink from your jar. She said, Drink, my lord. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough and ran again to the well to draw water. And she drew water for all of his camels. The man gazed at her in silence to learn whether the Lord had prospered his journey or not. Now in the next few verses, Abraham's servant learned that Rebekah was from Abraham's family. From verse 26, Genesis reads, The man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord, and said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his steadfast love and his faithfulness toward my master. As for me, the Lord has led me in the way to the house of my master's kinsman."
2: So, what's going on here?
0: It's kind of obvious. What's obvious? Abraham is finding a wife for Isaac.
2: Abraham's finding a wife for Isaac? Why is he doing that? Arranged marriages? Oh, right. Those are a thing, weren't they? They were a thing, a big thing. Let's explain that to our little listeners, shall we? What's an arranged marriage?
0: Well, it's very different than what we're used to today. But arranged marriages is when the parents actually found the spouse for their child.
2: So Abraham said to his servant, Go to my family's house and there find a woman for my son.
0: Yes, because the Canaanite women were not godly enough.
2: Not just not godly enough, they weren't godly. They weren't at all. They weren't (laughs) believers. It was very important to Abraham that Isaac have a wife that is of his family and also a believer.
0: What's amazing is the amount of trust in this story. That's what really stuck out for me, at least.
2: It takes a large amount of trust that a son places in his father to take his advice on finding a wife for him, especially one that he's never met.
0: And then the servant, trusting in God to show him which woman God had chosen for Isaac.
2: Wasn't it crazy what he asked for? He prayed for so much. Please let her water my camels. Please let her do this. Please let her do that. And God brought the woman out to do it.
0: And he found the wife. Rebecca was the one.
2: Imagine how trusting Rebecca also was as we go later on into the chapter.
0: It's a pretty long chapter.
2: And we find out as she goes to her family and tells them what just took place. And then they say to her, basically, what do you want to do?
0: They ask her. They ask her if she wants to go back with the servant to a land that she's never been, to marry a man she's never met. And it's incredible the amount of trust that Rebecca has to say, yes, I will go.
2: It's kind of like the amount of trust that Abraham had in the Lord and the servant as well. To believe that which God promised would take place. And the servant asking the same thing. May this take place if this is to be the one.
0: And she is the one. She left the very next morning to go back with the servant to marry a man she'd never met and to commit her life to him in a faithful marriage. And of course, this wasn't going to be a marriage full of romance and excitement like we're used to thinking of marriage today, but rather one of more depth and ultimate commitment to one another, the way God really intended marriage to be.
2: Yeah, not this boyfriend-girlfriend stuff all the time, but a man and a woman saying, I will be faithful to you, I will love you, and together we will worship and praise God with our life.
0: So, we have faithful parents leading their faithful children as God shows time and time again of His faithfulness to us. What is prayer?
1: It's kind of like talking to God. You can do it out loud or also in your head. But you at least need to fold your hands and close your eyes so you don't get distracted by watching TV
0: or... That does happen sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. But you're exactly right. Prayer is speaking to God in words and thoughts, something we should do every day, which is why it's our faith word of the day. Now we're going to take a little closer look at why prayer is so important as we grow in faith. First of all, why do we pray?
1: Well, sometimes we pray to thank God and mm-hmm. give his blessings to our food. But we say <laughs> ask for God to have his, his angels to guard over us in the night.
0: There are so many things that we can pray for. You're right. But did you know God actually commands us to pray? Do you know what command means? Tells us to and forces us to. Well, we'll get to that in just a second. As believers, We do what God commands because it's for our good. And as we are learning here in our devotions each week, God loves us and only wants what's good for us. But see, God also invites us to pray. Now, you might think you don't want to be told what to do. But see, that's where this invitation shows us that we believe in God and His Word. So really, we aren't being forced to pray, but rather, invited to pray. Like when you're invited to a birthday party, do you feel like you're being forced to go? No. You want to go because you're invited. That's what God does with us through prayer. God promises to hear our prayers for the sake and love of Jesus. We know that God will answer our prayers in his will as he knows best. So we never have to wonder if God hears us because he does.
1: But sometimes I don't know how to pray. Well, I do know how to pray the Lord's Prayer, of course. But I don't know what to pray for most of the time.
0: And that's okay, because you know what? God gives us the very words you can pray, even if you don't have them. And we find those words in the Bible. You just said it. Can you guess what prayer he gives us?
1: The Lord's Prayer.
0: Exactly. And we also have some amazing words of prayer in the Psalms and many other books in the Bible. Prayer needs to be a part of our everyday life, and that's why it's our faith word of the day. Jesus tells us, pray unceasingly, which means pray without stopping. Our story was really interesting today. That poor servant had a lot of responsibility placed on him. He had to find just the right wife for Isaac. So what did he do?
1: He prayed.
0: Yes, he asked God to show him who should become Isaac's wife. And the servant was pretty specific too, so he wouldn't choose the wrong girl. He asked and trusted that God would show him the right person, and God did. The servant had faith in God and trusted in Him, as we too need to always do. Our memory verse today reminds us that we need to go to the Lord in prayer, faithfully trusting God to answer our prayers in His perfect way. Can you share what our verse is today?
1: Matthew 21 verse 22 says, And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith.
0: Thank you. Yes, and we're going to learn this today for our memory verse. And Miss Baker is here ready to teach us our song. turn to God in prayer, but as we pray, we have faith that God will answer our prayers in the way that He knows what is best for us. His answers may not even be what we are asking for, but we trust that if He gives us a different answer, it will ultimately be the best answer. Matthew 21:22, and whatever you ask in prayer. That's it for our show today. Please be sure to join us next Wednesday as we learn about the big sibling rivalry of the Old Testament, Jacob and Esau. Thank you, kids, for joining us in our devotion this week, and I hope you'll come along and listen in with us next time. For my adult listeners, thank you, and please be sure to visit our website at DonutsAndDevos.com for those free printables for the kids that does kind of help them through our devotion each week. We have our coloring pages and our activity sheets. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and you can follow us on our Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter. Please share with your friends and family as we work to reach as many families and help them grow in God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time.